Melbourne's number one breakfast show. It's the Foxes, Fifi, Fev and Nick. Fifi, Fev and Nick give you the energy you need to start your day. And when you switch to Ovo Energy, you could be the proud owner of a brand new Tesla Model 3. Switch now for your chance to win. OvoEnergy.com.au. TNCs apply. Wake up with Fifi, Fev and Nick. On the Fox. What time is it? It's podcast time. What time is it? It's podcast time. What time is it? Podcast time. Yes, what a podcast we have for you. Um, not only is one of the members of the team in the studio right now uh, about to be confronted with some disgraceful behaviour, publicly shamed, humiliated, all of us. Um, also, on our podcast, we speak to Australia's most successful adult entertainer. Um, and there is some um, stuff in this podcast that we couldn't play on the radio. It's mm. a little X-rated. Um, that's all coming up. And also an answer for Alpha Bucks if you're playing at 8 a.m. on Friday, Feb 23rd. Live from the Fox Studios in South Melbourne. Fifi Box. Got your back, bro. Brendan Favola. Blue pill. Nick Cody. Ooh, smelly. Our Melbourne's number one breakfast show. We are the best city in the world. Love Melbourne's the best. The guys every morning get me to work um, with a smile on my face. Wake up with Fifi, Bev and Nick. These are the biggest street parties in Melbourne. People are pumped up. People are up and about. Wake up, Vegas, baby. Bev's street talk. Where else to go? Lied on the street. It's just fun and happy, something good to listen to in the morning. Lovely Sydney Fifi Fever Nick. It's a really good start to the day. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese here. Hey, this is Taylor Swift. You up is Mac Lamore. Hey guys, this is Pink. Fifi Fever Nick. And my favourite Melbourne breakfast radio show. We love this city. The Foxes. Fifi Fever and Nick. Wake up with Fifi Fever Nick. It's the Foxes. Fifi Fever Nick. Melbourne, good morning to you. Your number one breakfast show. When you go on a date. And they disappear. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! We're ghostbusting. We are hunting down people who have ghosted people. They've not replied to them after a couple of dates, not gotten back to them after maybe meeting on social media or maybe a dating app or even one of our singles parties. Now, at the end of last year, we had our undateables singles party and somebody that we met there was Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Fifi. How are you? Very good, Aaron. Now, did you enjoy our Undateables singles party? I did. It was um, a really good event, and I um, met a, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah you, you met yeah. someone in particular there, and you hit it off. Maybe there was a bit of um, messaging back and forth, an exchange. Yeah, um, met someone at the party. I believe they were a plus one to one of the other attendees. Uh, we hit it off all night, ended up exchanging contact numbers and socials. Um, that night, we actually arranged to go on a date um, the following week. It's a good start. Uh, yeah, and we ended up talking, you know, here and there. Nothing was set in stone. All we, all I knew was that she wanted to organise something, and she had a date. The day was already, you know, set. Uh, coming close to the day, started not hearing from her anymore. She stopped replying. Um, I could still see that she was seeing the messages, but just wasn't replying. Mm. The day came, no response. I'm like, oh, well, okay, I'll just leave it. And then a couple of weeks later, we just happened to comment on something. And then I just, you know, asked, I'm like, oh, I'm so interested in going on that date. Are you? And she's like, yeah. And then once again, yeah, same thing. 
no communication after that. Oh, okay. Aaron, Mm. now we sort of feel partially responsible for this because we brought you together (laughs) and now you're being ghosted um, by Tara. So are you okay if we give Tara a call? We're going to get to the bottom of this ghosting. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Good luck, Aaron. Let's give uh, Tara a ring. Are we going to talk or let him ask? No, we will. Hello? Hi, Tara. It's Fifi Fever Nick here. Morning. Hi, how are you going? Good, Tara. Now, you may remember us from our undateable singles party. Yes, that was lots of fun. Thanks for having me. Our absolute pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you met some nice people there. I did. It was really fun. Um, I um, I did think it was um, a joke at first and my friend asked me to go with him because I thought it was a competition to see who was undateable and I was like, I'll win. <laughs> no, you are very, apparently very dateable, Tara. Yeah, yeah. Did you meet anyone, Tara? Did you meet anyone on the night? I did. I did. Um, I'm feeling a little guilty. Who'd you you know where we're going Aaron. with this, don't you? Oh, yes. yep. There we go. Um, yes, I'm Aaron. He's very lovely. Well, actually, um, Tara, we've got Aaron here. Um, Aaron, say hi to Tara. Hi, Tara. Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm all right. What about yourself? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. He wants to know why you stood him up. <sighs> yes. So, um, I just recently found out what ghosting was. I said to my friend, um, my best friend, I was like, <laughs> um, what's this ghosting? She's like, Tari, you joking? You do this all the time. Oh. I know. And, I'm yeah, I'm feeling a bit guilty because I, I guess I stood you up only because I couldn't really articulate, like, some changes that was happening. And, yeah, my communication was, like, quite poor. I let too much time go, and then it was just too much time. There's never too much time. Do you know what? No, do you know a couple of things here, Um, Aaron, you can digest that. One, Tara, you just sound so lovely. Like, you are such a clearly a lovely person, and I'm guilty of this too. Like, sometimes you don't know how to handle a situation. It doesn't actually make you a bad person. So, Tara, you're not, you know, and and then time can pass, and it's like I, I totally hear where you're coming from. Aaron, does that does that help? Do you feel okay about what Tara said? Yeah, it does help. Um, obviously, if Tara had actually said that to me um, in person or you know, communicated to me, it would have been a little bit better. But, yeah, no, I completely understand that. Yeah, thank you so much for saying that, both of you. And I guess um, that is like a, a bit of a downfall for me at the moment, like oh. a lack of communication. And that really could be clear, but Aaron, you're actually, um, you're a great guy and like very dateable. Why don't you date then? <laughs> yeah, well, um, I was actually going to say, if you're, if you're still wanting to, I'm more than happy to wait until you're ready. Okay, I'd date you. Oh, oh guys. Mate, oh, and, 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 what I love, Tara, is, and cre- credit to you, Aaron, you just said, oh, wait, you've clearly got some stuff going on. Um, but if and when you want to go out for dinner or movie, Aaron's there. That's hey, really hey, sweet, Aaron. All the credits. The show's over. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really graceful and it's really nice because, yeah, I just didn't know, like, when it's been so long, 
Yeah, it's hard to reconnect, isn't it? Surely we can give them an Urban Alley voucher or something and go on a date. Can we give them well, something? Well, we could send you, like, send if you, you again, date. but we don't put pressure on Tara. And I appreciate no, when there's Tara's stuff going on in your life. So if and when you're up for it, dinner's on our skies. So, um, Aaron, oh, you. Um, you know, you put it out there again, Tara. And and also, obviously, Aaron's a really understanding guy, Tara, so don't ever feel bad if you – I can get like that. Oh, don't it's, ghost him again. No, I'm serious. I know we've been <laughs> hunting ghosts. Don't ghost again. Don't do it again. There is ghosting <laughs> – there is that social anxiety that makes it, like, quite difficult to confront situations. Mm. It's totally cool, Tara, and obviously Aaron's fine with it. So, Aaron, you're a great guy. Tara's still interested. It's um up to you guys. Yeah, no, I think I can be brave like Aaron. Oh, this is beautiful. Smashing barriers we are. We've had some awful outcomes this week, but this one's a great yeah. one. So, Aaron, Tara, thank you for letting us live this out with you. And I think we've just sort of kind of brought you back together. I think they're going to get engaged. Well, that, let's just see how <laughs> okay. you, you guys have to pay for the wedding then, too. On our wedding. Hey, if you've got a situation that might be similar where you've been ghosted, please get in touch. Fox.com.au. Slide into our DMs. Fifi Fevernick or 131069. The Fox. Hello, it is your number one breakfast show hanging out with you this morning. Yes, now Melbourne, something that's not fun that we really probably need to talk about. Hey, we need to get our friend, the Chief Commissioner of Police, back in. Shane. Shane. Shane Patton. Um, because. We're hearing far too many stories, and you're probably reading the news, and maybe this is happening around you, so 131060. We'd love to hear from you if you have had this happen in your suburb, in your street. Maybe it's happened to you. Melbourne families having masked criminals break into their homes while they're sleeping. This is happening more and more. Um, The master uh, offenders, they enter the home, I believe, thereafter. Now, from what the police will say in a lot of these situations – they're after car keys. They want the cars. And I think police are actually now advocating, just put your keys somewhere very noticeable. Or just leave Why? them running. Because you, you, you don't confront them. Like, oh, Nick, would you, you, what, what would you do? I, I had this. That under the bed. I had oh, this, yeah, wow. I, I had this. Have a baseball sandwich. Yeah. Boos. And the problem is eating that your teeth these, for a late night these snack. criminals are just getting a slap on the wrist. Nothing's happening until them. So getting, why is nothing happening? Mate, I get, I get. Forced, I get I get threatened to go to jail because I didn't pay my, my toll fines. Yeah. Like seriously, because it's got to do with cash. These guys are breaking and entering into houses and getting slaps on the wrist. Maybe they should focus on these guys a little bit more than picking people for driving on roads that we already pay for. Well, the story in the paper today is about well, this is happening for, a lot Bayside. Well. No taxes, um, man. <laughs> I pay a lot of tax. Yeah. Pays for those roads. So here, um, total, here is a homeowner Jesus. lives in Sandringham. This was about three a.m. on Tuesday morning. Um, they've gotten Where in was the it, sorry? Sandringham. <clears throat> a lot of it's happening Bayside. Oh, um, oh. And oh. they were pretty brazen. These uh, They put masks on. They've given the middle finger to the security camera. They don't even care about the cameras. Um, and this is what the homeowner had to say. Not great, to be honest. Um, they were pretty brazen. We yelled at them. They didn't seem to care. They're just in it for fun and getting away with it. And, uh, you know, there's no ramifications. The kids are really scared. We're not sure how they're going to sort of cope with that. Gee, it's, it, it, it's, I mean, and the, the tough thing about this and where I would love to um, maybe get some facts or hear from people if this is happening, because sometimes you go, was this always happening? And now it's being no. reported, but it does seem that there is more brazen home invasion while people are there, like in the middle of the night sleeping. I was speaking to someone higher up and they said that, so they get, so there's people that pay 
these criminals mm-hmm. cash to go steal cars. They park them in like a, 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 a car park in the city somewhere, like a, a my, whatever, like a car park that you just pay to get into. Yeah. They leave the car there for a couple of weeks and someone who paid the criminals to get it, take it. They strip the cars down because they're all like luxury cars mm-hmm. and they sell the pieces off. That's yeah, what clearly luxury they cars, ne- they never, they're they never get, They're never seen again. Well, I had a friend, this happened, it actually happened to her, but it was about 18 months ago. Um, and Now, where's the line on luxury like I've got a 2013 Subaru Forester. Yeah, that's that's okay. You're okay. No, that's You're okay. Right. Yeah. But she, um, she had a home invasion and the police, she was trying to figure out and they said they followed you. So that's the thing. They can follow they you home. Car, so they see yeah. you on the street yeah. and then they follow you home. They see where you park the car, wait till the lights go out at night. Then they come in. Mm. Um, but scary. terrified. And even, and I hear that guy, um, from Sandringham say like, you keep, that would traumatize you for oh, life. Mate. Like everyone hears noises in the dark when you're at home, mm. but if you've actually had people in your home threatening you, that's, that's terrifying. You just give your keys up, would you? Or Yeah. What? Oh, uh, this is, uh, I believe, and this is what the police are advocating. They're Put your over keys the on the kitchen bench somewhere very obvious. Would you open that's up the moat when they're driving out? Would you open the moat up so they fall in with the crops are? Yeah. I don't have a moat. Just and in. I've got some pretty intense security there. <laughs> I, <would, laughs> I wouldn't try. Melbourne's 1019, The Fox. The Foxes, Fifi Fevenick, good morning. A member of our team has embarrassed us, humiliated us actually publicly. Um, and <laughs> again, <laughs> again. Um, now, uh, Facebook has lots of groups, and I love this because they're kind of like Neighbourhood Watch yep. from the old days. Like when I was a kid, you had Neighbourhood Watch. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Facebook groups, they protect communities. Did MySpace uh, have one of them? I don't know. I never did MySpace. Do they? Um, Do they protect communities? Yeah. Or is it just a new age curtain twitcher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curtain well, Twitcher, Dob Dorkley. A Curtain Twitcher yeah. has captured our dear friend Josiah, the conspiracy oh, theorist who no. hates Taylor Swift. No. Not sunning his taint on the balcony. <laughs> no. no. Thank goodness. Oh. So this this Curtain Twitcher has taken a photo of Josiah, um, uploaded it to – what are you taking a photo of the TV for? Uh, just me, mate. Oh, okay. Um, has taken a photo of Josiah and posted it on uh, a Facebook group called Port Philip Pooches. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, I ended up on there. Now, there's a photo of Josiah. Why Peanut we know butter? it's Josiah is because only one man. <laughs> it, it's not even as if Josiah could look anonymous. Um, you're wearing your purple Grimace T-shirt and your purple Crocs. Oh, <laughs> like, no, not yuck. even. Lavender Crocs. Lavender Crocs. Lavender Crocs. <laughs> um, you're also <laughs> walking your dog Elmo. So this is what it says with a photo of our, our Josiah. It says, to the guy who was walking his cream poodle along post office place and then stood for over 10 minutes trying to look distracted. She spelled trying wrong. She so put he, a B instead of an N. Yeah, yeah typo. Don't want to be grammar police, yeah. but get your Trying to right look on, yeah. distracted so he didn't have to pick up the poo. All you need to do is carry poo bags and respect the property of others. How would you respond if it was outside your house? First of all, I'd, I'd be saying. Albanian Cousins on the phone too. Yeah, while you're staring at me for ten minutes, you want a piece. I honestly, I, I, I know who I know who she was because she kept staring. She had the worst energy about her, and she wouldn't stop looking at me. Yeah, because you got to pick the poo up. No, because I was waiting for Melita to. She wouldn't say energy. She'd say ebergy if it's based on how <laughs> yeah. she spells things. But Melita, my um fiance, was picking up some coffees for us and stuff, and then mm. the dog did a poo in the garden. I might say it Compost. wasn't on a footpath. Wasn't any. It was. It was in that exactly fair. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so then I thought, you know. Oh, in a garden? Yes, it was in a garden. Oh, nature strip. Oh, no, 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 guys, guys, Compost. guys. Nature strip. It's not the garden. It's the it's the nature it, strip. Did you kick it oh, hold the... on. <laughs> Put it a bit closer. Sorry. <laughs> it's not in the garden. Yeah. Just so, sorry, you're acting as if your dog's going to poo on a veggie patch. Yeah. No, it's we a, ran out of bags. So it was in the garden. So I went back after 10 minutes and my lady goes, coffee's already. Let's go. Met her at the car and off we went. So did, did, you you get, did you pick it up? No. Oh, you it's got in the garden. Do you ever pick it up? Yes, always. If it's on a footpath or a public place, definitely. Do you have, yeah. usually have bags on you? Uh, usually, but we'd run out. Fee, what did he say What's in our what? WhatsApp? Oh. He said something very different. Well, I I won't lie. I missed a bit of this. This was now somebody got. What did you say in the WhatsApp? Group? I said um, what my fiance wrote on Facebook back to the lady, and that was that she was at IGA picking up the bags to bring to me. That we then picked it up and then went off. That, so was, the lady just, that was just to then? shut that Karen up. Did she? Did she apologise? She deleted the post. But like you, we asked. But you lied though. Oh, so hang on. on the care. WhatsApp, he said he didn't even poo. I was waiting for Melita to pick me up. Oh. So which is it? Uh, it was a. It was a poo. <laughs> yeah, it was so definitely a poo. Yeah. Um, okay. That's well, that, disgusting. And she... I hate when you walk along the road and someone Real. leaves their poo there or leaves it on I the agree. front lawn. That's, that's Fev, the worst. I've left poo before, and then I walk. You know, I walk everywhere in bare feet. I've also stood in poo, and I just see that as my karma. That's my <laughs> yeah, karma. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's nothing worse than dog poo. That's why. You've got to pick it up. No, no, no. If it's, it's in the garden, it is compost. I, I, I agree yeah. with you with the garden, but that ain't a garden. Well. That's just dirt. Nah, that is. A, it's like around a tree, and then I kicked it towards the plant a bit more, and she wouldn't stop staring at me. After so 10 minutes of like a stare it. off, I was like, surely this lady's still I don't still like not. this public shaming. I don't know about yeah. it. I don't think, I don't like taking sneaky or photos also, of people and posting on, them. You don't put it online. You do what I do, and you just yell at the person. That's, yes. Pick up your dog. Yeah, but have a conversation Oi. with me. Come talk yeah. to me. I'll say, "Hey, I've run out. Do you have one? We can be humans." And then she gives me a bag because she had a dog. I pick it up it. and do it. Oh, he's trying to turn this yeah, trying in, to turn a, it into humanity. It's her, her fault yeah. for not yeah. saying, "Hey, you, can you can you pick up the poo?" It's not her fault. It's the your phones fault. Phones have torn us apart. I'm also not big on confrontation. Though. Don't you think people should just mind their own business? I, can I like, say this? not at all? You've got bad Confront. eggs who don't pick up their poo, and then you you just. Like, because you can end up in actual fights. Like, if if she'd walked up to you, walk up to the wrong guy, True. and next minute there could be a physical yeah, altercation. But if, that was you, if that was you, Fee, that lady there, and you just left it, and then you I take, just leave I, it. I know, but you take ta- Daisy for a walk, and she falls over and falls in that poo. Yeah, you would be going. I should have put that. Fee, I, I got to out him. <laughs> My mate Luke Heggy, someone was walking their dog at night. He does a podcast. Where he, that guy. he lives. And the dog had pooed on his lawn. Oh, I know this story. Two nights in a row. Oh, so the third night, he just waited there, looking through the curtains, saw the bloke, got the dog poo, followed him a block behind until oh. the guy went inside, and then just poo under the door handles on the car. That's disgusting. Oh. And he I still like, doesn't know who did it, does he? Why would Luke do that? He seems like such a nice guy. Because that guy's a grub who keeps letting his dog poo on his that's just, yeah, but then, on the property. Oh, that's gross. Can I say something about that lady as well, just to really <laughs> paint a picture about what she looked like? Get the dumb oh, I wouldn't oh, make no, sure she, her physical appearance. No, no not physical. wouldn't talk about physical appearance. <laughs> no, she looked like someone that you see driving in the car by themselves with the windows up and a mask on. Yeah. She's Absolute one of those. gronk. One of those ones. Just a true gronk. What do you mean? What does that mean? Like what someone wearing mean? a COVID mask in a car by themselves. Yeah, I was... saw a lady like that yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just Loser. figure she's worried Idiot. about her health. Yeah. Uh, Husey's bit. What are you going to do? Catch her from the radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got, is it, who have I got here? Melissa. Melissa from Wallen. Hi, Mel. Hi, how are you guys? Yes, good. Have you been publicly shamed? 
No, I did it to someone. Oh. Um, we had this lady with her little white fluffy dog that used to walk past every afternoon and it used to always stop on our nature strip and we had a light pole in front of our house. So I put a sign on the pole saying, the lady with the white fluffy dog, I know where you live. If your dog keeps pooping yes. on my yard, I will pick it all up and put it on your front doorstep. Oh, that and I like. it actually stopped. Yeah, Fair enough. And then you, you put then you put newspaper That's around a it, warning. light it up, and when they come out, they step on it. No. <laughs> and then Melissa, so did you ever see Listen that woman that again? Because then you know she knows who you are. You know who she is. It's awkward. Yeah, I did. But she used to walk on the other side of the road and would walk walk very quickly past our house after that. Yeah, right. I think just courtesy, whether you put it up on her Facebook or not, you just got to pick the poo up. Can I ask a question? Um, what happened before these doggy bags? Because I'm going to say doggy bags have only been around no for cares. like... 50, no one cared. So back in what we're talking, the 60s, 70s, but, like yeah, 50 but, years but ago, walking, was there just poo everywhere? Yeah, yeah. they were just walking and it, it used to get all like go white. The poo I remember my grandparents to, had white ones in the yeah, backyard yeah. of their yeah. house. Used to have white. Yes, they did. Yeah. But people would dart and walk in their thing, yeah, right. drinking stubbies, drinking that's beers. True. No Living one cared. No sunscreen. Yeah, no but home. that's just because we're in a woke, like a westernized world now. You go to any other. I was going to say woke, woke western world, but well, any other country, you go Bali. Else. There's just dogs roaming the streets. They'd, imagine if they had this debate on Balinese radio. Could I give wow, you a tip? Just, just take it. Just, just take poo bags with you. I, we ran out. I well, usually you, do. You, I still you live just, near an IGA. Yeah, but even if even if I had the dog bags in, if it's in the garden, in the front of the trolley instead of buying bags. You know, what I do do sometimes if it's in do, a garden. Do do yeah. is I look around to see if the, those houses have those cameras. Because then if they do, you'll ah. pick it up because you're going on Facebook. Doggy bags were invented in 1988. Thank huh. you very much, James Blake. You're a um, centenary. You got a coin. James. Someone cashed in on that. Well, that's what Whoever I mean. Whoever came up with those, what a great idea. Mm. They're not even as thick as a plastic bag. No, they're bag. real thin. But I often just use the grocery bags. Like I reuse yeah, the I things I put the broccoli in or yeah. the asparagus. Oh, I yeah, just yeah, get yeah. that. Uh, James in Burwood. Hi, James. Hi, guys. James, do you, do you pick up your dog's doo-doo? No, I never picked one up. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> loves it. Um, I don't really like years and years ago. No one picked up poo, you know. Um, it's just sort of one thing that was never. Well, it's not like, like we're stepping in dog poo everywhere. No, it's that. Well, that's exactly what we just said. It's very interesting. Mm. It just now seems to be everywhere. What do, you, what do you think is worse, Fee, to see a human do? Let their dog do a poo on a footpath and walk off, or push their dog in a pram? <laughs> oh. I don't see that. Yeah. What? No. Oh, oh. I don't see dogs I, in a It's frame. an audible yuck coming out of my mouth every time. Um, Anita wants to get involved from Beaconsfield. Hi, Anita. You hungry? Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good, Anita. You've got a different take on um, Josiah's public humiliation. Oh, I do. I just think, do you know what? I walk around Beaconsfield and all I see is bags of poo now. So what happens to the actual bag? Like the, the poo itself, I think, fertilizer for your lawn just um is it that bad like you said they weren't around years ago poo just disintegrates but the bag yeah, doesn't so true yeah worse for the yeah. environment yeah do you know anyway that's a really thank you for um for that input and you know what's the worst thing about all this an apology to all the parents who are in the cars at the moment because nicole who's taking daisy my four-year-old to kinder right now she just said Daisy's now talking about nothing but poo. Because oh, no. now we've just said poo about 500 times. That's all they and talk about at Kinder anyway. Right? That's, that's a... what she's going to go and talk about at Kinder. So they re- apologies. Bit of show and tell. Are they recycled bags that they use? Like what? That is a good point with the plastic. Bring back plexi straws at McDonald's. I, I had a Coke yesterday and a freaking, <laughs> I was sipping out of that paper straw 
and it got all soggy by the time I got home and I couldn't drink the rest of it. It's freaking annoying. Can I be honest, if this is now going to go into a recycling chat, I, I haven't got the energy. <laughs> what do you mean? You've just eaten 85 yeah. chocolates. You should be up and about. You've eaten that whole, that whole box of Cadbury chocolates. Yeah, no, now she's in a diabetic slump. I haven't eaten it. I pick out the crunchies. You know, mate, you've had like 15. How many? I oh, know. It was you with Tim Tams um, yesterday. No, I dude, Tim dude, two wrappers. No, I've mate, had two cam. Come you on. are kidding me. You have yourselves. eaten more than that. No, yeah. I ate two. Find the evidence. Where's the car- if you're going yeah. to accuse where's me the car- of something. Where's the caramello one you had? The white chocolate. I don't chocolate. eat caramellos. No, had- I only eat the caramilk. Yeah. Caramilk, yeah. Where's the crunchy? There's no crunchies because I ate them. Yeah, what's the wrappers? Just- why don't you get a block <laughs> of caramilk instead? I don't know. Because then I'll eat it all. So where are we at with the poo? You're going to do it anyway. I don't want to talk about poo anymore. <laughs> Fee's um, only got the energy for fun chats. Yeah. No recycling today. <laughs> Let's check your O's. Melbourne's 101.9 The Fox. Fox to the rescue. We get contacted by lots of people here in Melbourne um, and we hear stories of what people are going through. And as we've always said, um, we know that we can use these microphones for good and we are in a very pri- privileged place um, as bro- broadcasters here and we have access to things that not everybody does. Um, and every now and then we love to ignite our fox to the rescue hmm. uh, badges and we do want to help somebody at the moment who's doing it tough. Imagine being 31, um, having just married the love of your life last April, having a two-year-old and a seven-month-old hmm. um, and then being diagnosed with bowel cancer. This is um, such a, a challenging time for this family and um, we want to speak to um, this lady's husband. Uh, his name's Darren in Moorlbark. Hi, Darren. G'day, guys. How are you going? Hey, Gaza. Darren, your wife, Tess, what an incredible woman and what um, a, a gruelling, uh, tough place you guys must be in at the moment. In what is arguably a wonderful time of life, you've just got married and you've got your two beautiful babies. Yeah, so it's meant to be a, a happy, happy time of uh, life, but um, yeah, the last twelve months has been pretty hectic. That's for sure. And Tess, I, I can't imagine her getting this diagnosis, but then um, we've all had kids. Having a seven-month-old and a two-year-old, she's already got her hands full. Um, how's she going? And 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 mind you, I should point out she has only recently just gone back to work from maternity leave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, it's just been. Uh, pretty full on, really. Uh, it's sort of just never a dull moment at home. Well, we know Darren too. She is a massive Pink fan. She and is a massive Pink fan, yeah. Pink is coming to town. Pink is going to be here this weekend, Darren. We would love to surprise Tess with an incredible VIP experience. Um, how do you think she she would go with this? Is this something that could maybe, I don't know, bring a little bit of sunshine to her life right now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, should be stoked for sure. She loves pink. Do you like pink, Daz, or you just? I actually don't mind her either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you will get the. We're going to give her a double. So let's hopefully hopefully she'll take you, Darren. Mm, yeah. let's, um, sit tight, sit with us, Darren. Let's give Tess a call. Let's call her and tell her. Hello. Hi. Hi, is that Tess? Yeah. Tess, it's Fifi Fever Nick here. Morning. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, why did I just say that? <laughs> Stop. 
Tess, we've, uh, we've also got your husband, Morning. Darren, on the line. Pop it. Yes. Hey, babe. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Well, Tess, um, we know you're going through a really tough time at the moment and we just want to send you all our love. We know you've had a rough diagnosis and you're having to deal with okay. that. You're also a super mum with a seven-month-old and a two-year-old and this should be the happiest time of your life. And we know there's someone that you love and that's Pink and she's coming this weekend and we want to send you to see Pink but not just any tickets. We've got two Golden Circle tickets. These are the best tickets you can get. You'll be right up there with Pink pretty much on the stage with her and we want you to enjoy that because that's what life's about, Tess. I can't believe it. Holy Oh, now, now you can say that. F-bomb the kids that have just woken up, so they're like calling me. So, oh my God. Tess, there you go. This weekend, you and Darren, you go and enjoy. These are incredible wow. tickets oh in the God. Golden Circle. I can't believe it. Um, you'll be treated like a rock star yourself, and we want you to have the best time. And we're just sending you so much love. You're a young couple that deserve better than this. So, oh, thank you so much. We've honestly had like the roughest time, and like we just, yeah, like this is you don't know how much this means to me, honestly. Well, we we can we can imagine that, and everyone deserves a break, and we want to give you that break to enjoy your favorite artist, and um, we just. Sending you so much love. You stay strong, you guys. You've got this, Tess. Thank you so much. Honestly, I cannot thank you enough. Have you got a babysitter, Tess? Yeah, I'll find one, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure someone, once they hear this, they'll definitely put their hand up and say they'll help. Oh, oh, have the best time. Have the best time. You can wave Listen at Pink. To the bubbers. She'll be looking <laughs> at you. And um, we, again, we'll stay in touch, Tess. And you just, um, you know, we know you're going through tr- the treatment. You've got this, okay, yeah. Tess. All our love thank and support you. with you. Oh, thank you so much, guys. I really, I cannot thank you enough. And thanks, Darren, so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Darren, go and give her a hug. <laughs> Thanks, Darren, too. Go upstairs, go oh, to thanks, you. guys. Melbourne's 101.9 The Fox. Time to give you an answer to get you $20,000. That's how Alpha Bucks works. You answer 10 questions in 30 seconds and we give you 20 grand. And in this case, at 8 a.m. on Friday, Feb 23rd, the letter is the letter N. Ooh. And the question is something in space. Neptune. Neptune. <laughs> Nebula. Northern Star. Neurons? Neurons? You're absolutely looking at it somewhere. <laughs> 9 The Fox. And we're joined in the studio. Oh, my goodness, you smell so good. Uh, Thanks, by Australia's most successful adult entertainers. Angela White, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. You are the most successful Australian adult entertainer. But in, in the industry, how, do you, how does that get measured? Because you're huge. I mean, everyone knows you. What are you've, we even, you've attempted to... <laughs> You've, you've had a political career. You've got 10 million followers on Instagram. Wow. How does it get measured in the adult industry? There's lots of different ways. So obviously your download, so how popular you are in terms of videos. videos and views, yeah, yes. and then you're ranking on Pornhub, how often you're getting searched. Then there's the social media. And then 
um, the awards. We have our own of Oscars of porn, and I'm the most award-winning female performer. So you're in... like the Taylor Swift of porn. <laughs> Well, you know, my fans are very much yeah. like Swifties too. Yeah. They're very loyal and yeah. very. Yeah. What's yeah. Pornhub? What is that like a? What is no, that? I heard what, of do you that. Mean? what is that? What is it? V, do you know what that is? Sorry, <laughs> can I, I? I've got some really genuine questions I want to ask. Can you see these videos on the internet? You are. You're an incredibly smart, bright woman, and it's interesting for me to know how how you got into this. Like, at what mm. stage did it become a profession? Because you're a doctor, aren't you? Oh, no, I'm not. Well, I play a doctor. Oh, you play a doctor. Oh, yeah. That must have been what I was watching. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was your graduation. Oh, Angela's oh. got a lot of different jobs. <laughs> That's what Pornhub is. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've played many different roles. Yeah. I've been a doctor and a nurse and a, a firewoman and everything under the sun, really. But no, I did I did a degree in gender studies, gender studies and I yeah. had first class honours from the University of Melbourne. Right. So wow. not quite a PhD, though. Yeah. This is so impressive. You're very, very yeah. impressive. And I and I think we're now in an age where particularly women, if you think of a long time, women have been, you know, hide your sexuality, don't be too overt, you end up with a name. I think it's great that we now are more liberated into it's okay to be a sexual being. Yeah. Um, back to how does it become a career and you're actually producing content? That's very sexual. Yeah, you know what? I didn't get into it to build a career or a brand like I have done. That kind of came along the way. I got into it just to express and explore my sexuality. And then I realized at a certain point, wow, I can make a career out of this. But it was really about exploration. I was very sexual in high school and I was criticized for the ways that I explored my sexuality. I was slut shamed. And pornography was the first space that I saw women being celebrated for exploring their sexuality. So I thought, this is this is my place. This is my safe place to express and explore. And then it came later, the career and the business and everything like that. How did your fan, did you lose family members, friends through this that just would not accept it? No, I was really, really lucky that I had a supportive group of friends and a supportive family. So I'm very, very lucky. And then there were some people at school that I lost friends, but I mean, they actually, they weren't really my friends mm. to begin mm. with. You don't want to peak in high school. Okay, <laughs> we, got rid of, we got rid of all the, 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 the boring stuff. Now let's get what? to the good stuff. <laughs> really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, but... I still wanted to know how you start. Yeah. Because I'm a stand-up comedian. You start in like open mic rooms and then you work your way up and then you get into a festival oh, and you get on TV. Then. Is there like... Is there like open mics? Are you just no. sending a video out there? Is there a... <laughs> um, so I actually contacted a company that I wanted to shoot for. I sent them a disc of amateur photos that my friends had taken of me and then... Old school. Yeah, type. super old school. <laughs> and then they flew me across the world to shoot my first scene. Wow. What was your yeah. first scene? My first scene, so I did a series of solos and Girl Girls. I did eight years of my career, Girl Girl only, and then moved into the... Oh, Sounds well. awful. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> Did you, when it's in the porn industry and, and creating this content, these films, is there pressure? Like, for instance, when you get a director or producer say, this is the scene we want to do, oh, Angela, we think you'd really be good at this particular act. And if you're like, oh, actually, I'm not really comfortable with that. Do you feel at any stage that you sort of get in, sort of shoehorned into something that maybe you're not comfortable with or is it? No, but I'm very good at sticking up for my boundaries. I'm right. very good at saying no and an enthusiastic yes when it's something that I want to do. Uh, I did m a lot of my career without an agent, so I did all this negotiation on my own. Wow. But when I moved to the US, I, I got an agent and now all of that negotiation happens through him. And yeah, they send through a script, the uh, proposed talent for the scene. So I get to look at everything before I even agree to walk on set. 
Now, speaking about talent, now, most people to be intimate with someone have to have that connection or be in love. That's what you always go. I need to, well, I'm not going to sleep with you until I love you and Mm -hmm. I feel that connection. How do you separate that? Because obviously you're sleeping with a lot of people. Not that many. You'd be surprised. More than the average person, yes. Yes. But you're we use the more same boxes than us, talent. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but we, we, we shoot with the same people again yeah. and again and again. How do you not fall in love with this? Do you fall in Sometimes love? Sometimes you do. You do? Very do you rarely. Have, but have you fallen have in love with someone? Yeah. I, you got a couple of partners. Yeah. I'm, I'm open. I'm in open relationships. Male so. and female? Yeah. How do they take that? Well, they're accepting. They know what I do. Yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Like she's like, strict. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's I'm like, the how, most how popular. Many partners, if you don't mind me asking, um, I have a couple of sort of. So that's two on the go. Yeah, that's two. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Good work, Kev. <laughs> Good, uh, job. Did math. Good job. Good <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah, I was real smart at school. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's complicated because. Um, the thing about my scenes is I'm always trying to create a genuine connection with my on-screen partner. Yeah. So, yeah, there are sometimes when you fall a little bit maybe more than you should, but I mean that happens in any kind of industry. Job. There's office affairs that happen mm, everywhere. Yeah. Can I ask an, a really personal question and I don't watch your stuff, but other people do. When you orgasm in a scene, is that fake or is you actually orgasm orgasming? Depends. Depends on the scene, depends on the director, the yeah. company that you're shooting for, what the aim of the production is. Because if I shoot for a company that heavily direct their scenes, so that would mean they're telling you what positions to yeah. get into and when, and sometimes they're even telling you when to orgasm, then that's not really conducive to genuine orgasm. That doesn't yeah. work. I've tried yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Three, two, one, go. And Nick wants to know, Nick was too scared to ask this question, but he wants to know how, how do the guys go for so long in the scenes? Yeah, so great would, stamina. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why going back to... It's all pretend. It's in the movies, mate. It's all pretend. Do they take something or... (laughs) No, no. They're just, uh, yeah, very professionals at it. Professionals. Professionals. That's why um, you see the same male talent again and again and again in the industry because it's a hard job. Hard job. Now, Angela, thank you. You, You've agreed to stick around because up next, there's a member of our team, um, probably the most awkward member of our team, and he wants to ask you a question that I'm tipping you've never been asked in your life. 1019 The Fox. How good is this? We have Angela White who has been so kind to stick around with us. You're fame now and you're huge, like the most successful Australian adult entertainer, 10 million followers. Um, you, There would be people outside your industry who are interested in you. You don't have to give names and when, I mean, if you do want to, that's great. But there must be some high profile probably people in the world who have reached out to you and said, would you like to go for dinner? Could we catch up? My and DMs are very spicy. I bet Yeah. That. And yeah. you get some interesting I ones. do. I get some very interesting people from athletes to politicians to, yeah, actors. Like what do they say? Well, <laughs> They, well, um, they usually say something that's not really incriminating. Like, they'll be like, hey. <laughs> hey, how are you? That old chestnut. Love your work. What are you doing? You know, yeah. what's, you know what's weird? Angela started following me on Instagram last night, and I was like, is this a trap? I threw my phone in the bin. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way I go. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. She followed me. <laughs> Angela, we do, obviously, uh, the four of us uh, here in the studio, but we do have a member of our team. Um, he still lives with his mum and dad and, um, he only just got his oh, license a couple of weeks ass. ago. 
Um, um, and he's 27, but he mm-hmm. as again lives yeah. he sleeps in a race car bed. Um, but he I filmed wanna... in one of those. <laughs> no, wanna... never, not yet. Oh, but not yet. There's always a first. <laughs> he wanted to ask you a question. Um, his yeah. name's James Blake. Yeah. Uh, did you want to come in and see Angela in person or are you no, happy he'd be standing there, he'd be out too there? Nervous. I'm yeah. happy out here. Yeah. <laughs> He's hiding behind the desk for a reason. He's I mean. got a genuine <laughs> question he'd like to ask. Okay, you. okay. It's always fascinated me. Um, how do you go about with taxes and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> I, I pay them like everyone else. <laughs> but like, so you're a sole trader or? No, I have a, I have a business. I own a company. Like an ABN yeah. and then you've well, got a. Yeah, it's, in the, it's a US based company. Yeah. And then, like, tax deductions, is that difficult? or is Yeah, it... it's really difficult, actually, because they don't want me to claim, like, all of my lingerie and things like that because I could technically toys. wear it out offset. Ah. Yeah, but toys, toys are toys a deduction. Are, toys are a deduction. Yeah. That's the... I did watch you... <laughs> I've never been asked that. But, yeah, I pay my taxes. You're an OnlyFans. You're in 0.1% of top users in the world. Now, we've also got another lady in OnlyFans, um, one Fifi Box over here. Um, she thinks she's got great feet. I don't so, think that. Um, we you we thought, thought we'd go on OnlyFans because people have got a lot of fetishes. I don't know if you've yeah. got any fetishes, but um, a foot fetish is a big thing. Absolutely. So we shot a couple of uh, photo shoots with her feet and we made it all sexy and raunchy and mm. putting her feet into cupcakes and Ooh, cake and slime. Think our name I came up with, Feet Feet Box. <laughs> and we called it Feet Feet Box. Like and that. she's in the she was in the top Zero is it ten percent users in the four, but five, yeah, or four percent. But then she it's blown out. She she hasn't used it for a while now. Got any tips for us to help our viewership? I am get also a raising bit... money for Meals on no, Wheels. No, you are not. She reckons it's for Meals on Wheels, but it's not. Um, can we have some tips on how to create oh, wow. some better videos, or how do we make it a bit more sexy, a bit more raunchier with her toes? Well, I love that you're already using props like cupcakes. Yeah. I think that's Slime. great. What else Slime. did we use? We smoke. Yeah, we did. We did slow motion walking in heels. Beautiful. Yeah. With the Christmas lights all over them. I love that. Oh, you need an Easter one, Fee. We Breaking Easter some Easter shoot. eggs. You could even just do a video of you doing a pedicure, painting your toenails. Oh, I like that. Just yeah. Really, in the yeah. bath, maybe. That'd be you know, cool. Bubble, bubbles. Yeah. yeah, the bubbles. Oh, yeah, Champagne. the foot just some slowly coming out of the bath water. Mm. And if you ever need anyone to suck on your toes, I'm ah! here. Yeah, I'm here. here <laughs> OnlyFans collab. Oh, I love oh, it. Mate, you should do a collab. <laughs> Mate, this would be amazing. Can we please do that yes. shoot? Let's do it right now. I'm ready. There's, oh, oh you're showing Ange. Oh, wow. Feet. Is that my OnlyFans page? I've never been on my OnlyFans you page. You do have beautiful feet. Suckable oh, feet. Thank you. Wow, great toes, great suckable toes. Oh, wow. Oh, I love now, that. Angela, show Fee your OnlyFans. <laughs> so she can have a squeeze. I don't know if it's now, appropriate for earlier in the morning. <laughs> we'll have a share. <laughs> oh, gorgeous, gorgeous legs as well. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Oh, we'll, us boys will leave the room. And uh, yeah. anyway, thanks I can't for coming. I believe in. I got to oh, see that's... these for free. Oh, these yeah. lights. Cameras are rolling. <laughs> well, Angela, absolutely Listen, fascinating. So many great questions um, that you've oh, answered. I know Fev's got a few more. But... Well, I'm, I mean, I have time, but I know you guys <laughs> have other things to do too. <laughs> what else do you want to reel off there, Fev? Oh, I don't think he's had any of his own. They seem to be. My questions yeah. that I'm had, sending through Feb as a, a conduit. Few of my questions you know? written down, but we'll, I'll, I'll speak to you. Oh, you'll de- he'll DM oh, you. Oh, 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. I won't DM. I'll just ask out there. Um, Angela White, Australia's most uh, successful adult entertainer, and people can find you obviously on social media, but also AngelaWhite.com. Thank you so much for joining us and answering all these questions. You're fascinating. Thank you so much. 1019 The Fox. Hey, like I've, I've often said to you guys, I'm not a big Facebook person. I do have Facebook now. Probably been more active on it in the last few years. But I'm so glad that our executive producer, DJ Shergs, Leon Shergren, has Facebook because he gets these awesome Facebook memories. And guys, one of his Facebook memories has popped up this morning. How's this? Four years ago today, um, we were doing something on this show. No, Nick, you were in here. You were in here. We, I had a... That was on the show, it was fun, remember? I had an eight-month-old baby. (laughs) Um, Lots of things were different four years ago, Um, but... It was the start of the pandemic. Now, that was the summer where it was just like, oh, there's some weird virus yeah. happening and they think it's come out of China. We're taking and, the piss out of it, remember? And th- we were. And then it was starting to affect business. And we decided we weren't going to let leave anyone behind. And one of the businesses, uh, a lot of the businesses that were suffering were in Chinatown. Anyhow. Because everybody was thinking it was this Chinese virus and any and anyone who was coming over from China might have it. That's where we went, Ming. Ming? Ling. Yeah, Ming. yeah, and Danny Doon, who's Doon, the, right. the chairman, president. the president, president of Chinatown. So we got him on the show and we heard that Chinatown was suffering because people were so scared of this Chinese virus. Mm. Well, in Chinatown, a little bit quiet in the moment. You know, the tourists not coming, the students not coming back. I would say the business down about uh, uh, 40%. So we decided on this day four years ago, no, we're not letting this happen to Chinatown. We are absolutely getting around them. We don't let, you know, we look after all parts of our community and here in Melbourne. So we thought we were going to go and do a live show from Chinatown. Welcome everyone down there. Don't be scared of coronavirus. No, we, we made a jingle, didn't we? Um, we made a jingle. I want to point out before you listen to this jingle. I reckon this was, and correct me if I'm wrong, was it about three or four days before the first lockdown where mm. we realised, oh, it was one day, was it? It was one week. One week. It was one week. So did, did you ever get to do it? Yeah, we, no, yeah, we, we went. did oh, it. I did a dumpling challenge. I did the dumpling. We were there. Oh, we were welcoming yeah, everybody. That was the first start of it. Don't be scared of it. Like one week before the government said, no, no, be very scared of this and everyone stay in your homes. My favourite bit of that uh, OB was eating the dumplings and I yes. spewed them all up. But I, uh, we had another guy with us called Greg. And I put soya sauce in his long black, and it was just, <laughs> and it was just soya sauce and not a long black. Um, if you missed it, and again, um, one of my favourite lines in this song is that we're not scared of Corona. Um, have a listen to uh, the jingle. Chow down, chow down, chow down in chow. Later, um, Charlie Down was shut down for about two years. Not scared of Corona. We didn't really have the impact that we wanted to. Not scared of it now. No, no. no. I read some. I was actually in a deep dive in Facebook yesterday. Don't know why I went to Facebook, Mm, but it's so weird. We're doing Facebook now. It's so weird. Um, Now, someone uh, in my class that I was in school with passed away, and um, so I went into a deep dive of all the people that I went to school with at Hallam, and then yeah, it was just. 
throat, you just go, it takes you back. Yeah, that's so quite sad. It was really sad. Someone and you knew well? Uh, uh, I was in his class. He was a happy, happy fella. Um, but yeah, he's getting laid to rest today. Okay. Um, so yeah, but Facebook, all the memories come up. It was bloody mm. good old Chinatown. But mm. oh, th- I, that's where I was going. Um, I got thrown by the thing um, about the vaccine. God, Josiah. God, you're, you're a lucky man. You didn't take that vaccine. Pure blood, jeez. I, you're getting uh, the mate. news from Facebook. That's no, no, no. A, good start. The What's the latest? a New Zealand, uh, a New Zealand uh, medical team uh, have discovered that um, if you have had up to three of the jabs, you're more ch- uh, you're 11% more chance to have something go wrong with your heart, your lungs. It's really bad. And if you've had four, you're cooked. Again. Yeah. You, you've just, that's based no, on Facebook. facts. No, no, no. It was a university. <laughs> it's like the, the newest Your study that's come facts. out. It's the actual <laughs> newest study that has absolutely nailed it. Like they're saying that this is the best information you can have. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. But talk to your GP. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't okay. want to alarm anyone, but it's coming. You're fine with that. <laughs> What's that? What did he, he just say? No, no, no. Oh, well, I'm mate, not going to turn it the, around in time. I've you know had what the I mean? jabs. I've had the jabs. Hey, what am I going to do? I can't do anything about it. You can do it. a detox. I'll tell you off air. What do you mean? Oh, you can get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's suck it out like a snake bite. Yeah. yeah, trust me. Mate, let's do it. So I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, tell you you off do it? I'll tell you off air. Oh. I shouldn't encourage you. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not actual advice. It's just what I've read. You do like cupping and they do like a little slit and... Really? There's a couple of dough you can drink like no, coriander juice. Oh no, no, do you know what? No, no, don't do it yourself. Don't do it yourself. Wait till the aliens get you at night and then when they get you up there in the yeah, UFO, they'll true. take it out of you. It's yeah. all good, guys. With their anal probe. <laughs> I mean, when it's, that's it, the aliens will take <laughs> the Pfizer out of you. When it's into your arm, it'll go through your body. It won't oh, just stay in the same dude, spot. Dude, you're not getting rid of it. It's in there. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm, I'm with it's you. No, yeah, but you can reduce it. You can try reducing it. Why don't you get your polio one, your abella one, get them all out, tetanus. Just be fearless in this world. All those third world countries that are flying. Yeah, get them all out Because of no vaccine, all those pure bloods over there. I've got it in me. I'm happy to get a fourth one. I'm just saying that it's not good for you. Oh, here he is. <laughs> Melbourne's number one breakfast show. It's the Foxes. Fifi, Fev and Nick. Wake up with Fifi, Fev and Nick. On the Fox.